All right, CT Squad, it's your boy Mike. And your boy Alex. And on uh, today's episode of Couch Talks, we covered the Super Bowl, crazy halftime show, uh, the local bar scene, the cost of doing business, franchises, crypto investing, and uh, just motivation in general. So it's definitely a, it's a fun podcast. I think it was dope. Uh, with our special guest, sure Wilson, over here. Hell yeah. It was a pleasure to be on here today, my guys. Hell yeah, for sure, bro. So yeah, we'll see you guys in there. Peace. Peace. Welcome to another episode of Couch Talks. If this is your first time listening to us, Couch Talks is a podcast series dedicated to the motivation and helpful inspiration for the average millennial, as well as the usual emotional intelligence and character development and all things business, finance, relationships, and spirituality, all the above. So, that sounds good to you. Pull up a couch seat chair, grab a beer, and uh, let's talk. So, before we get into it, we have ourselves a special guest yes, over here. Yes, we do. Uh, we have Mr. Wilson Berryhill here. Yes, sir. I actually met him at... Uh, one of the local bars over here. Uh, shout out to the Our post usual. in downtown <laughs> Plymouth. Spots. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I found uh, Wilson to be a very, very um, uh, unique individual. And I believe that he would be a very good fit for this podcast. So I figured I'd invite him on. And honestly, we're very happy to have him here. So, Wilson, why don't you introduce yourself to us, bro? What's up, CT Squad? Hope y'all doing good tonight. I'm doing great. About to get this crown royal in me, and we're about to spit some facts for you guys. Hell yeah. Um, I'm a franchise owner, and I didn't get a college degree, but I'm telling you, whatever you guys decide to do with your life, it will work out. Hell yeah. Inspiration. I feel that. I've been motivated Fuck already. Yeah, bro. Dude. I've been motivated already. That's what's up. Wise words, bro. Yeah. Well, thank From you for joining us. Episode, yeah, thanks for bro. joining us, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's, uh, this is something I've always like looked into, like a podcast or creating your own thing or a side hustle or just a, anything really that makes you happy and what satisfies you and what works around your schedule. So this is, this is a first time, so I'm excited to be on. I appreciate uh, yeah, it. We'll take it as a learning experience, brother. For sure, yeah. Always. Yeah, awesome. Always, always. Hell yeah. I know you're beaming, bro. Let's <sighs> see you. Liquid right. Courage. So the Liquid Courage segment. So we do have for you guys here, we have the Crown Royal Apple. Um, you know, these guys have already been sipping on it here. Um, it is a very, very, uh, it's actually Crown Royal Washington Apple. Uh, the alcohol percentage is 7%, and I'm not 100% sure what it is mixed with. But it is flames. I think last time, so I think it was peach. I think last time it was crown. We hit the peach one, on but that was ass. That one was just way <laughs> yeah. too over flavored with peach like juice or whatever the fuck they had yeah. in there. It's like juicy juice, but like what's the side of alcohol? Yeah, a little bit too much. But this one, I mean, it looked pretty good. I mean, it's about 
seventeen dollars and some change for four of them Jeez. so it is a little Jeez. expensive a <laughs> yeah. little bit on the bougie Ooh. side but yeah. uh you look you know. at the freaking marketing in the can like uh, they I gotta know. make their money back somehow they're like I yeah know, we put dude. a lot but into i figured it. i'd you know treat wilson to some I good think, alcohol yeah, you know he gave it. us time especially in this bullshit ass weather we're having right oh, now fuck. Oh, slippery yeah. as fuck yeah. outside ladies and gentlemen it's in ridiculous. the d right now it is yeah. ridiculous like i was actually drifting on my way here which Don't was you pretty all-wheel drive? I do, but I was still able to drift. <laughs> Damn. So. Well, that speaks a lot. I'm the only one with two-wheel drive here. You can just chilling. It's all good, though. It's whatever. Well, but uh, hell yeah. Let's try her out. Mm. I think I like it better than the peach. Oh, it's way better than the peach. Yeah. For sure, bro. Like, this is way better than, like, any seltzer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I am not a big alcoholic guy right like i'm a casual drinker like but this crown royal apple man it's beautiful it's smooth it's yeah beautiful. so if it was like a friday night and you know you couldn't do the normal that you normally do in terms of like whatever substance of choice and you saw a crown royal apple on the shelf you're like you know what this is gonna be my pregame for the night would you do it or would you be like no nah, it's too much again no i would do it i would think about it twice i would go Okay, that's there. That's a possibility. <laughs> that's there. I'm, a, <laughs> that's a possibility. I'm gonna grab it. I'm gonna grab it. <laughs> get a four pack, and I'll be buzzing for sure, no doubt. Hell yeah! It's it's smooth, crisp, and it doesn't have that. Yeah, it's it doesn't have that seltzer that taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's not that really bubbly, like carbonated, which is kind of yeah. nice. You know, I, I fuck with that aspect. You know, so you're not gonna be getting like that bloatedness feeling uh, yeah. you know feeling like you know because you got me every time actually guys you know i'm i'm very uh uh debated on doing this uh pretty soon i'd really like to come out with a tiktok yeah he's doing uh, this so you know I, i'm actually gonna do it so it's he's called doing. alex will chug it yeah. uh i am i am really good at doing like tornadoes with like beers and shit like that so like i figured i'd give y'all a little bit of entertainment you know i think kind of spice it up that we've been to i think you've done at least in one any every place like in the in the city so far <laughs> if you bring up alex's tornado oh yeah we've seen that i have i think most of the bars we've been to you've done that oh yeah people crazy. like actually when i was doing it i actually remember there was a time at uh I went to Mavericks in Canton over there. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. the guys were like really amped up about it. They're like, dude, we've never seen somebody do that before. So I did it for our waiter. And then this other guy wanted me to see it. So they were going to offer me, like, the bar gave me a free beer to do it. <laughs> so I did, like, yeah. it was like you had a couple. four of them yeah. in like under 20 seconds, right? Yeah, that's ridiculous. And dude, I had a full meal. Dude, I yeah. was fucking feeling that dude. I ran yeah. to the bathroom, projectile vomited in the Jeez. bathroom. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> He's like, let me play it off. I'm gonna run to the. I'm like, where I are you going, bro? Just took time, off. Yeah. I got so messed up at the post. Yeah. That was in the past, so we hey, good now. That bar is used to it, bro. I think it sees Listen, sees bro, a little bit of everything. A lot man. of memories at that bar. I'll yeah. tell you right now. I've yeah. been, Hella drunk at that moment. Like every, all of us have been hella drunk. Like, and see, yeah. what's nice about that aspect is like, see, I only live like, uh, what, like five minutes from there. Yeah, if yeah. that, You're if I'm hitting me, all the but... greens. I live like, so if you were to go down Main Street, go straight down, I'm off Morton Taylor in between oh. Ford and Warren. So it ain't that far of a drive, but, you know, I'm still trying to, you know, 
I do not condone drinking and driving, ladies and gentlemen. All right? <laughs> never, yeah, I, never. I highly suggest do not drink and drive, fast, especially fast. in Plymouth or Canada. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be a wrap for you so fast. <laughs> it it'll is. Be, yeah. <laughs> I used to, like, walk from here to uh to there in the summertime. And, uh yeah, like, outside the bar, it's just cops just waiting. They're just chilling, just waiting for you to fuck up. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. PPD yeah. just circles the post because all of the youngins are finally, I mean, we're in the two, 2022. I mean, I'm 22 now, and a lot of people are going to be turning 21 still. And, you know, there's those people out there with their fake IDs and whatnot drinking up at school. But when you come back home, it's a whole different ball game. Always. At a local bar. It's always it's a different yeah. experience. You see the same people a lot too, I think. Uh maybe it's just based on the size of the city or whatever. But yeah, you've seen like the the usual regulars or you'll see like, Oh, I haven't seen you since like high school type. It's always like some it's like a meeting point that's just always there for some reason. Right. I totally get that aspect because when it was like my first times going out to the post last year and it was like, Oh, I seen you here like multiple Fridays now. Like <laughs> yeah. you're regular. Like I'm yeah. hey, what's up, bro? Remember when we had that conversation last week? Yeah. Man, I I'm glad you're doing good too, man. That's yeah. basically how I ended up here today. Yeah, actually. I, feel yeah. I just built a relationship with a random person. Yeah. And now we're chilling. Yeah, literally. On the pod. Like, this shit is yeah. crazy. We, we, we meet so many, uh, we made so many connections up there just from um, being up there. All sorts of either business or podcast related or even other hobby things. We made a bunch of new friends or from there, too. So. Just playing up like to be alcoholics. Yeah, or that, too. We meet <laughs> a lot of those, too. Let's yeah. be real honest and, yeah. you know, get to the fucking chase with it. Yeah. I, yeah, you know, everybody, I mean, you got to think, there's so many fucking people that go up there as regulars. Yeah. Like, it, for me, it's just, uh, I, I feel like it's a good place, like, to really make con- good connections. Yes, uh, being is. able to really, you know, kind of enjoy yourself in your own hometown. Yeah. Um, Even people who are, like, coming from, like, say you got Michigan State or shit like that are yeah, all still coming. There? Yeah. Or I yeah. might... You know, usually every time I go there, I usually know somebody in there, bro. Yeah. yeah. Every time. You got it's backstage passes at this point. Pretty much, dude. I mean, I get in there, there, dude. I get all the respect heavy. from the security guards. Everybody, yeah. dude. It's like I'm a fucking king walking in oh there. My gosh. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, for sure. Well, did you guys watch the Super Bowl? Yes, sir, yeah. man. That was <laughs> like, a great game. Yeah. The Detroit Rams. Detroit man. Rams. Hey. That is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> is that they were yeah. selling T-shirts. Yeah, for the Detroit <laughs> of Rams. the Detroit I saw Rams. That. Yeah, yeah. My mom like, was like, "What the fuck are Detroit Rams? I'm like, you haven't seen the shirts yet. You haven't seen the advertising. What do you mean, my like, Stafford? What are you? How'd you miss this whole ordeal? She's like, I like it though. I'm like, all right. That's it's cool. the closest Detroit's ever been to the Super. Super Bowl, honestly. The closest we're probably going to get any time. I mean, I don't know. They even threw Eminem and Matthew Stafford were in the same game, except the Lions weren't playing. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a crazy halftime show. Uh, All the Detroit was great when fucking 50 Cent walked down, bro. He was the surprise appearance. Oh, he was the surprise guest. Yeah, like, they saw it coming. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's a deaf rapper coming on here and saying, nah. Like a deaf, like one that couldn't hear or some shit. Is 50 deaf? 
No, no, he's not oh, deaf. Okay, bro. like, like it, they were just probably trying to throw people oh, off, like not knowing mm-hmm. that like Fifty Cent was actually gonna get on here mm-hmm. and be able to sing for people. I thought that was pretty cool, personally. Yeah. Um, I was really happy to see that Matt Safford took a fucking bull ring. Let's yeah, go, baby. Yeah, yes, it's sir. overdue. Wasted it. fucking 12 years <laughs> with the Lions. <laughs> well, it's that man bad. has pure talent, bro. Like, And you mean to tell me, look it, that is a major flex to the whole industry. He bro. left and thrived. He left he and literally was like, you know what? Did nothing but Fuck thrive. you guys. Yeah. I'm taking a Super Bowl win. Yeah. And he fucking won that shit. Did you see him on uh, he was on <laughs> the, the podium talking, dude? He had <laughs> yeah. like that Don Julio 1942 oh, yeah. tequila. He's and then Tom Brady just decided to tell him like, hey. You know, make sure you mix in the water. You know? <laughs> My yeah, he, Brady let him know because <laughs> Brady's been around the block yeah. seven times. He's like, like I'm only, I've been here. I've been here like, too many hey, times. Like, yeah. If you don't mix in the water, you'll end up throwing the trophy off a boat. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he actually threw the Yeah, I think I do remember out, that. Yep. People were like giving him a bunch of shit. But like, you know what, dude? If I won a Super Bowl, I'd be like... Fuck it. Yeah, I already won, bro. Like the world knows I won. Like, fuck it. This is a representation for that shit, bro. That is like their life goal is to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I feel you. Straight up. Well, it shows all the hard work and stuff paid off too. All the training, all the early mornings, the late nights, the whole shit. I want to be here, but I'm here type deal. And then obviously the money aspect too. That's always nice. But knowing that all's paid off in terms of hard work too, that means a lot. Hell yeah. I mean, look how many teams are out there, and you're you're the one that's here. So even if you don't win, like you're still at the Super Bowl. So it's just like, yeah, it's, cool. it's he deserved it. Yeah, and now hopefully they'll consider him like Breeze, a Manning, or someone along those lines. That if he goes back again or gets close, then they'll consider him for Hall of Fame. If if he continues to play out the rest of his career, and like I'll probably give him one more contract, honestly, because. If Brady can play till he's 44, I'm sure Stafford can play another oh, six yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because how old is Stafford? I want to say he's like 34-ish. That's my guess. That's just what I've been hearing. Okay, but okay. I'm, I was never uh, – I grew up a college sports fan. Okay. So, like, oh, I don't I have heavy ties to the NFL. Right, right. But I just – I mean, being from the suburbs of Detroit, you know how the Detroit Lions are. Yeah, so yeah. So, yeah. I've never – I've actually never been in Ford Field. Really? I've never been either. I can't talk. Yeah, I haven't been. I have. And it's okay. I mean, honestly, see, the problem is with Detroit as a whole is like, you know, either have one side. Yeah, your offense is good one year or your defense, and that's it. Like, they're never both good, which fucking sucks. I don't know why it always pans out that way, why the curse is the way it is. You know, I was actually reading and I seen a post. Barry Sanders actually had said about Matt Stafford. Barry Sanders actually said that he felt a connection. To Matt Stafford? Yeah, fuck okay. yeah, dude, because he made it to the Super Bowl, bro. He played for the Detroit Lions, obviously Barry Sanders, the greatest quarter or the greatest running back to ever fucking play the game. That man was literally jangling people, bro. Like, he would embarrass the fuck out of you on the field. You just couldn't tackle him. And for him to be able to say that as a legend about Matt Stafford really shows a lot on how much respect that the people of Detroit were paying to him while he was going into that Super Bowl. Facts. Big facts. I feel that. Hell yeah. Well, for sure, bro. And not to get on the whole freaking sports tangent. I know you have yourself like a business over here. What's this? Yeah. So about that? the past year, um, 
well and also it's been it's been actually the past six well the past six years i've been working alongside my dad uh working on a small family business it's even though it's still a franchise it's a family ran business um my dad does this full-time i do it full-time now um but how it came along was uh in the middle of the pandemic i was debating on what what am i going to do with my life like what like what is going to truly make me happy i knew that I wanted to do something great. I didn't want to be in an office every day. I wanted to give back to the community. I wanted to do great things. Um, And so when the opportunity presented itself, I jumped all in on it and gave it a ride. So uh, in February, actually almost a little bit over a year ago, I formed an LLC. And then my dad was like, all right, we're going to do this legit. Um, so the front for I'm getting a little bit off topic, but the franchise is called Kona Ice and it's a mobile shaved ice truck. And we do all types of events. We go to festivals, we go to school events, we do fundraising, we do corporate parties, we do graduation parties, like literally anything you can think of. Kona Ice could be there in a way. Um, and I, so it's a, it's a basically a food truck, but it's shaved ice. And I got my own truck in April and I, I got a year under my belt right now. And through the pandemic, I stayed afloat and I'm planning on expansion. I have a territory hold for gross eel and a wine dot and like down river basically um the franchise is territoried into roughly like a hundred thousand people and so how it works is you can you have your territory and then there's open territory and then there's other people's territory you can't go into other people's territory. Sounds like ganglands, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it it yeah. is, it is in a way. Um, it's, but if you're able to work together with other franchisees, um, you can really go anywhere that you desire. It's just a matter of will franchisees want to work with you. Right. Do you um, come across that a lot? Like people just be like, all right, we can get together on this, or they all mostly like, oh, fuck off, this is my spot. Like, um, both both um i worked so i'll tell you a good thing of something like working together so there's a new franchise in ipsy and they're having like issues with their truck or whatever and they were like hey um if you guys have the availability you can do these set of events in our territory and you reap all the rewards for it for covering these events for us Cause you need to build like a good reputation, if regardless of who you are and what you do. Um, no, it's good because it seems like it's so. Like, what made you uh, get into this? Because it's almost like it's like a heavy. So I, I had the entrepreneurship spirit. Okay. Um, I mean, 
Have you seen the movie Wolf of Wall Street? I have. <laughs> I mean, I, li- <laughs> yeah, I literally banger, dreamed yeah. to live that life, but <laughs> yet at the same time, I don't want to live that life. But <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember all of that. That was but the <laughs> It's, I mean, man, if I could just tell you guys, running your own business is super stressful. Yeah. But it's really fun at the same time. It's just learning how to manage yourself and other. Manage your time, bro. Yes. Yeah, big time. Is big time. time. Yeah. And making sure you have your priorities lined up because when you get disorganized, it's like tunnel vision. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. What. Did I just do this the right way? Is this person upset with me? Is am I building the right relationship with this person? Or how how do I go about doing X, Y, and Z on a daily basis to make sure that I'm successful and building a positive impact on the community? Yeah, I think I was like what I like about it the most too is just the whole growing element because you have to go through all that. Like, there's so much growth that's needed. Because uh, you can't just be like a simple doing like your normal stuff you did in your nine to five and then go into that. Like there's so much more that most people don't realize. That, like, all right, you might think you see on the Internet, like, oh, if I have an entrepreneurship, I get all this free time and flexibility and I can chill on beaches and make money. However, but most of the time you're going to wind up working more longer hours than you would between the usual nine to five, as well as the all the mental, you know, struggles with just dealing with all the things you said and more. Uh, in between that, so it's a lot. No, what what you just said is all factual. Um, running your own business, you have to work hours that you don't want to work. Like, and waking up at nine and then being done at five. Yes, that's what the corporate job or lifestyle will get you. Um, but if you want to run your own business, it's more like you got to wake up at six, be wherever you got to be at seven, and then you're back at the warehouse or whatever, cleaning up, getting ready for tomorrow at 8 p.m. Like, it's long days, and multi- and you work weekends, too. Uh, literally no days off. Uh, and then when you do have your days off, you got to go party hard. So yeah. <laughs> that's how it I is. I feel that. It's that's true. You got to get in where you fit it in. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, you got you to gotta manage your time wisely, definitely. And uh, you got to make sure... You don't let other outside factors distract you on what you're set out to do. Yeah, I think that's the hardest part, too, is that once you have that momentum going, it's like, all right, things are flowing, it's fluid now. But once you start like letting too many things come in contact with that momentum, it's like sometimes it's mad hard to get it back up again. You're like, shit, like I'm coming to a dead halt. I got to try to get this momentum all started again. And then that you got to break out of the comfortability aspect because you've been comfortable with slowing down the whole time because you've been letting all these factors uh, come into play. So, yeah, it's definitely like a whole mental struggle, but I think it, like, uh, it matures you really fast, right? Because it feels like you're just so much, you got to freaking, all right, I got to boss up and do this because I can't just go like, complain to the boss about this happening now or I can't just be like, all right, I need two weeks off, bro. Like, I can't do this. I need a vacation. Like, there is no, like, you here now. It's not like I get... It's not like you have a certain time when you're done. You're, you're done when you're done, and then you <laughs> go to the next. Wow, you know, they day, really, so, in, yeah. in all aspect, yeah. I mean, you make a lot of sacrifices of for your business. That's just the way it has to be. And, you know, I can respect you, uh, bro, for being able to, 
you know, be as young as you are with uh, becoming a franchise owner and being motivated to do so. Because, I mean, most kids nowadays, your age just kind of want to sit at home, you know, kind of like twiddle their thumbs, play Fortnite and shit like that. For me, like, I don't really own my own business just yet. Um, I do work as an electrician. I do do some side work. Um, that is also on my own time as well as my own dollar that I'm charging. I mean, any sort of business is going to be a risk, right? I mean, that's you wanting to go off on your own and be able to deal with your own struggles. And, you know, if you fuck up, you're the only one who you're, you have to answer to, right? Instead of having to an- answer to your manager or your supervisor, like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I you thought, know? Yeah. This is always interesting. It's always yeah, like, like yeah. I can't, I can't just true. go up to my dad and just start complaining to him about all my problems. He's yeah. like, yeah, man, I deal with that too. And I'm, I know how you feel, but this is how it is. Like, yeah. you gotta, you have to struggle first before you succeed, like period end of the day um that's just how it is if you want to be successful you have to struggle and grind and do stuff when your friends are going out you have to do something productive now not all the time like you have to just manage it to where you enjoy yourself doing what you're doing but yet you know you have to put those hours in because the bills do not pay themselves right and there's a lot of extra costs that go around in owning your own business that people don't really understand because they literally don't own their own business um, or, like, run their own business. It's called cost of operation. And if, you're, if your costs are more than what you make, you're at a negative. So That's you got to do. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a grind. And I like it, though, because in terms of, because I never, I mean, not like knocking on the fives at all or anything like that, neither. But it, it's one of those things where um, it, like, people often easy say, like, well, I don't want to take the risk of doing all that because that's just extra depth you're kind of taking on. And then, you know, you don't know if things are going to work or not. And then all these other elements. But uh, I ask people, too, I'm like, well, at the same time, like, what's your other alternative, too? It's like, are you going to. You can chill with a nine to five, which is nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, you're putting a lot of your your eggs into one basket of all right i'm gonna do this this, and that but your boss can wake up the next day and like you know what Eh, i don't really like mike that much he's a good worker but i know someone better so i'm gonna kind of just tell him to fuck off right quick and it's like well shit so it's like now you're highly confused in the aspect of i did all these things but now i'm out of a job you go through your sad phase while looking for a job you know crying at the bar about whatever until you find the next one and you repeat the cycle and there's nothing wrong with that i mean that's what we're taught you know but at the same time it's like um with that, like I feel like just like diversing, uh, diversifying your money for like a stock or stocks or whatever else, that I kind of like doing that with business too. So you don't have to jump right into the sharks or the freaking lion's den with going straight from nine to five to entrepreneurship. But I always encourage people to have something on the side, like something that you're growing in the meantime of your nine to five. And if you can somehow make a smooth transition that way, or if you can uh, do uh, or you know, so something like that to make it easier on yourself, I feel like that kind of kind of helps. No, yeah, you can't. Um, when you like start your own business, you have to have another like set like another way of income because so, like starting your own business is literally super hard. Like yeah. 
and a lot it's of different. Like so, yeah. buying into a franchise is really nice because the corporate people at like that started the franchise give you a ton of help and like they basically give you a book and say this is everything you need to do and you will be quote unquote successful or you'll make money if that's what you're looking for but like like actually like starting your own thing like couch talk like you like starting your own podcast like this you have to put in the grind and effort to blow this up and to get good quality guests on to where you have masses amount of people listening to your podcast and like support you through like a patron or through merch sales or through nfts like couch talk could put out an nft and then next thing you know it's selling for 300 a jpeg is selling for 300 dollars. it's it's ridiculous <laughs> it's, true, it's, true. it's a wild time for sure i think it's one of those things too i think when you're in that element too you uh look at money differently right like if you made five bucks from your nine to five you're like shit this isn't no money like i'm working way harder than what i'm supposed to be like this is i need to make making more money but like when you start on that entrepreneur aspect when you make like that first five bucks or whatever you're like oh shit like i just made this off of off off of nothing like i didn't like this was all me like doing this like this feels there's no feeling like that so it's like i think at that point in the beginning stages at least you're like all right like i'm i'm making an income without having you know someone dictate what my income is and that's that's a great feeling itself you can't really put like a a price on that at the beginning even if it's a couple cents you're like yo i just made a sale on something like it's or whatever or a service it's dope no yeah it's definitely a priceless opportunity like I don't think people realize like the positive impact that like well I hope most of my employees realize that the the positive impact that they leave on like all these families and kids because it, you're selling an experience to someone and they pay their good hard money to have you here so like don't be Fucking it up. Yeah, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick to all the families. Right. Just be nice. Take your time. Like, trust me, you'll get off work and you'll be able to do whatever you want with your friends after you get off work. Exactly. Like, it's just a matter of being respectful in the community and doing what you truly enjoy. Absolutely. I fuck with that for sure. So, uh, what were you doing before? Like, this, this um, whole, like, what was... Before... Before I did Kona? Yeah. Um, before I did Kona, I was in school, and I was going to become a finance major. Oh, dope. And then, I, re- I mean, I've always had, like, the entrepreneurship grind. Um, I knew I wanted to, like, start my own business one day. It's that, I mean, yeah, this is technically my own business, but, like, it's a franchise still. So, like, I want to create, like, an actual small business like oh i see what you mean like i don't know what it would be or what i would go into honestly i've been thinking about just putting out random like gambling picks or like sports picks like because honestly if you just post something people will take your advice and bet on it and if you're right you will blow up like or even if you're wrong like i i've seen this guy on tiktok it's like book it with Trent, and he just posts like six leg part like during the NFL season. Every Sunday, he would post like a six leg parlay, and they would not hit because in order to win a parlay, 
all all your prop bets have to hit. They all they all have to hit. So if one loses, the whole parlay's done. Exactly. And so (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So if you can literally do anything that you want, it's just a matter of like staying consistent and always putting in quality content towards it and having a good fan base behind you. Um, And if you're able to do that, then slowly but surely you will become successful and people will follow you on your social media and you can, you can earn revenue by posting on social media. So it's just a matter of getting down to it and posting content that people want to see. Right. I mean, that's what I tell people all the time. I'm like, I leave the easy. I mean, it's going to obviously help you a lot because you've already, because you've already done the franchising uh, stuff already. Like your mind's already in a mindset of like, all right, this is what I, I know what I'm going to have to experience ahead of time in terms of mental struggles because I'm already going through this on a, on a on a franchise element so it's just like it's not too much different and unlike a regular you know small business thing there's some other you know slight nuances and adaptations or whatever but uh yeah that should be an easy transition for you the only difference between like the big difference is that the franchise that you have to follow like a set of rules yeah like you can't like go out and be like do it oh i'm selling like nachos and burgers out of my cone ice truck i mean sure you could go do that but if the health inspector pulled up on you somehow they'd be like what are you why doing, bro? why are you yeah. selling <laughs> hot food you need a license for that oh um, i got you but like with your own business like a like it's it's crazy you i you guys can literally create anything you want i know i've, I've said that multiple times but i truly believe that if you have an idea that you can you can either create a product or a service behind it and then you just have to sell you have to know how to sell and if i don't know yeah no it's definitely it's, true it's no. cr- it's crazy that i'm actually living this life man it's really I know. It, it, it is Facts. and it is dope i will definitely give you that on an aspect i mean uh, me Growing up in a family of business owners, uh, my aunt and uncle are actually, you know, I, I know I've said it before on this podcast, uh, they actually own Load One uh, Logistics or Transportation and Logistics. Dude, I just got an email from Load One the other day. Damn, really? Like Load One Transportation and Logistics? The good news or bad news? What Bro, <laughs> what they, they asked me if I wanted to come out for a... Like, they're planning an event for their employees or something, and they asked me if I wanted to come out. And I emailed them out. I emailed them back, and I was like, oh, yeah, I would enjoy coming to this. Oh, my gosh, where is that email? Damn, that's crazy. That's yeah, my aunt and uncle actually. Uh, yep, that's it, bro. bro. That's it. Yep, I know her, dude. Yeah, that, uh, that actually is my aunt and uncle, bro. Yep, that right there. Yeah. That's the logo right there, yeah, brother. Bro, see, I could not February 15th. That's wild. That's crazy. That was just that's just two days crazy ago. as fuck, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What a small, small world. world. But yeah, growing up, like watching my aunt and uncle and like kind of seeing the lifestyle that they were living, bro, was crazy as fuck. Like they live. Uh, they live in a multi-million dollar house. My aunt just bought a Z51 2022 Corvette. That bitch is crazy, oh. dude. But all that grinding leading up to that, though, that's a lot of Yeah, it was a lot of grinding. Granted, I mean, they have been through bankruptcies and shit like that. But 
one thing they always told me was like, you know, just always do what you want and like, you know, never give up. And obviously, like for me, like I was going to go into that. Uh, I did work for them. I wasn't really a big fan on the trucking industry, you know, because like how they want to do it is they want you working in the garage. This and that. I'm like, fuck that. Like, I don't want to do that shit. Right. I'm like, I'm going to go do my own thing. So uh, I'm sure I'll get back into it because I, I would like to own like my own truck or some shit like that and oh, just yeah. put like a driver in it and have them go like, you know, yeah, deliver goods and shit somewhere, products. Uh, but aside from the facts, like really what that brought out in me was like my own entrepreneurship spirit, uh, wanting to really do my own thing and not want to work for anybody. Unfortunately, uh, to obtain your journeyman card here, you have to work under a master electrician and get 8,000 manual hours, yeah. uh, part which of is a lot of work. It is part, part of the process, process yeah. for sure, but uh, definitely uh, it's my niche, you know? I mean, not a lot of people get to find their niche early in life. So, like, you know, I feel, like, pretty lucky as, like, you know, you doing with what you're doing with your franchise, Mike doing over here what he's doing. Uh, and us being able to actually do this podcast and have so many different fucking people come on here and actually share their experiences and their stories with everybody. It's easier to follow what already you have a natural talent at or a natural gift at, what you already like are naturally doing all the time. So it's like, you know, I have some buddies now that like do a lot of golfing. They love the golfing day in, day out. It's just dope. They're really good at it or whatever. So I'm like, try to find that into like a content center type way of like building something off of that or a business. You don't have to always go to a whole, all right, I'm going to be like a whole golf what trainer or teacher or whatever it is. You can like do other things other than that. But it's like just by doing what you normally do, but just add a camera into the mix. And I think a lot of people get caught up in the fact of being worried that if I turn my passion thing into a business that's not going to be as fun anymore but that's like a big what if you're going off on an assumption you don't know for sure so it's gonna at least take the chance and if it does wind up going that way then you know hey you can you know stop it if you need to or whatever but at least you can say oh i tried it i didn't want to turn my passion so i stopped type deal but you don't know that if you don't try so you're just stuck in limbo just off assumptions and you know what assuming it makes you ass the whole time so. no yeah that's kind of how I feel about the crypto markets right now. Um, I mean, I know it seems crazy, but what all crypto is based off of, it's called blockchain. And blockchain infrastructure can literally 100,000-fold any problem that a company runs into. And so, like Bitcoin, for example, like, so what basically... I don't know how you guys have heard, but the Staples Center isn't named the Staples Center anymore. It's named like Crypto.com. Yeah. Oh, they've been because, taking over fucking everything. Because yeah. yeah. Crypto.com is just a crypto broker that right. bought the naming rights to the Staples Center. And so, basically, Bitcoin is the world's first, not like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's... It's a cryptocurrency built on a distributed ledger with proof that, like, you can't, like, money launder. Like, it's it's like a proof of purchase. So, like, let's say someone bought a, something for $100,000. It would prove that, like, this is legit and this, like, it would support this purchase. And then someone else buys 50,000 and then that gets added to the ledger and then someone bought it for 
25 and then 10 or like even down to like $10. It just proves that this is a currency that can't be frauded in a way. What and, made you get into this? Like what made you um, on the whole crypto crypto slide? I mean, I heard for it. I mean, I remember in 2019, right when like COVID or I don't know. Right before. I don't even remember when all this happened. It's been a yeah. crazy two it's years. A it's been yeah. a crazy two years. Um, but I was just learning. I was learning like what all this stuff was, and I was like, "This is really interesting. This is it's basically consumerized banking at like it's like me, me and you, we're not bankers, but we could go onto our crypto.com app and just." buy a bunch of ethereum or bitcoin or another thing that we support and it's an investment um i don't recommend buying into crypto if you're looking for short-term gains because you have to pay taxes on it so um it's it's very similar to the stock market in a way um it's just a matter of holding on in the long run and hoping that oh yeah in 10 years, this will be, instead of being it worth 10 cents, maybe it'll be worth a dollar. And you 10 times your money. And 10 times in your money in any field over 10 years. That's beautiful. That, that's yeah. beautiful. That's, and that's why it's so crazy. Yeah. That's why everyone's so obsessed with it. Or also why people are kind of sketched. Because a lot of shit can get rugged. And it's just a matter of finding so, like a solid blue chip uh, crypto to invest in. Um, I would recommend. This is not financial advice, but I mean, Bitcoin is at forty thousand plus. Ethereum is at three, and there's other small companies that are distributed ledgers that are gonna blow up in the near future. That if every if the whole if seven billion people get behind cryptocurrency and it's it's bound to blow up it's it's another way so that people can't get like scammed out of their money it's it's because it's all there's a whole bunch of like protection stuff like so people can't get like hacked into their accounts and stuff like that but there's I don't know. The crypto world is crazy. It's it's very risky. It's very risky. Like when you like have a red day, like you're down like five to ten percent. And then like if you're up, I mean you're up, but when on the days that you're up, you don't sell because you're holding for longevity. Like it's it's new technology and like it's a tech bubble and eventually this tech bubble is going to pop but there's going to be stuff that stays around and so the stuff that stays around is what we need to figure out now right no it's true because i feel like um i think it's a problem too i've seen a lot with uh more people on a like a lot younger side um just the whole thing of wanting things quick and i know we've been yes. getting the gratification a lot in a lot of our episodes but i feel that's when like skating does get involved a lot is when people are like advertise they know that people want things quick and like, all right well i can get you these results from whatever you know crypto nft thing type deal like 
tomorrow if you just give me like 10 grand a day like type oh deal. yeah no yeah, i get yeah. what you, the multi-level yeah. marketing platforms those are those are no good it's it's those are like hard i mean it's basically a legal pyramid scheme like yeah. in a way it's just it's just a matter but that's how a lot of companies work in general that there's someone up top and they're promoting their product or service, and they have their salespeople going out every day willing to promote a product or a service. Like, hey, you want, like, you want these knives or something? Like, it's literally anything that you can think of that can become a multi-level marketing platform. It's just... I mean, I even, like, on that platform, I've seen people, like... The comments like straight into their their inbox like hey like I I do this this and that give me money type then I'll give you results I'm like who is this guy no like, those, yeah. that is a scam that is a scam yep you see a lot of that and they'll post it on the internet too like yeah I got scammed the other day I don't know how I didn't see it coming and you look at the whole conversation and I'm like oh you were fucked up from the, the initial point <laughs> two seconds in you were already fucked up I don't know what why'd you even answer the why'd you even answer the combo but uh yeah no it's interesting it's definitely a different world for sure. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things where you have to like, be like extra cautious. You know, as you start venturing out there, obviously you want to you grow through risk, but you want to have you know uh, calculated risk in terms of not just making like stupid decisions because you're bandwagoning, but like you did the research and it makes sense to you. And you're like, all right, well, heck, I'm confident in the purchase and whatever I'm making in terms of my investment. And you know, if it goes whatever way, I know that money is not something that I need and that is something I'm just made, I have it on the side. So if I lose it, well, you know, it sucks to suck. But holding for longevity. Right. That is definitely like any type of investment, like if you're going to invest your own money into something, hold it for the longevity. Because that's that's how investing works. You don't sell out for short short term capital gains unless you're a day trader. Which that would make sense, but most of us are not day traders. <laughs> right. I think you need like twenty grand off top to even start day trading too. Yeah, I mean day it's it's all risk. It's 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 your pain to risk tolerance. If you're willing to risk X amount to make Y amount, then I'm by all means I would go for it too. But only deal with what you're comfortable of risking. If you're not comfortable with risking anything, then don't invest in it. Simple as that. Find find something else. And then I can agree with, and like, you know, I, I know there's a kid who, you know, I was in middle school with. Um, he, like, moved out uh, somewhere on the west side, but uh, he's been talking a lot about risk management type of ordeal. Uh, and I actually invested. Um, a buddy of mine told me to invest. It was, like, early into COVID, and I had invested in this company. Uh, it's... Uh, the acronym is like Cowie. Uh, basically, like what they do is they take like recycled products or like recycle or like waste and like they recycle it into like carbon and hydrogen products. Dude, so, so like it being like, uh, and, and what's good about that, it's obviously for the longevity. So, like, I bought it at like very, very cheap, right? Like, so I own like almost 50,000 shares of it, right? Oh, like, okay. it's it's crazy. Like, and for for me, like, it, there's been nothing crazy really right now going on because obviously we're not really in the hydrogen era just yet. I feel like that'll be in the next, like, maybe five to ten years. So it's more of a longevity just like you guys were talking. Um, 
I do also have uh, for you guys to look up. Uh, it's TLSS. Um, I believe they have it on E-Trade, um, Webull, uh, and a couple other um, uh, trading platforms. Uh, basically, what it is is it's going to be the new, uh, like, as you could say, like, truck hauler of the United States. Uh, what's kind of crazy about them, so, like, the company kind of fell under the water um, uh, when, like, COVID hit and whatnot. Obviously, there was a lot of companies that, yeah. you know, ended up taking a fall. But the CEO that they were actually gifted uh, through the company, obviously they have to pay him and whatnot, but uh, he's actually really well known for bringing water or uh, companies out of the water. And um, so for him, uh, that was kind of like for me, uh, another longevity uh, investment as well too, considering, I mean, if you're going to be like a car hauler, especially like in the United States, I mean, the United States, a lot of people depend on the auto industry. I mean, the auto industry is like really, they kind of control the market, like and how like everything's going. Like if the if like for say the big three like GM, Ford, Chrysler, all these guys were doing bad and shit like that, and they're losing parts, and for say they shut down, pretty much the whole economy is gonna shut down, which sucks. Like it, it like the auto industry really has a huge impact on the economy. What do you think about it? you remove transportation from everything? Like where are we at at that point? Like there's no like no type of well, at least in terms of automotive, you, you would have to focus on planes and I guess trains at that point. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I like, we're from the Motor City, so right. it's like, man, this is the automotive industry is part of our blood and soul. Like this is what we're built off of. I mean, there's a Ford manufacturing plant all around us. I mean, anywhere you go, um, someone's in a Ford, Chevy, Jeep, any, I mean, honestly, anything, any American automotive car, but (laughs) that goes back to the whole longevity thing. It's just like, I think in most instances, even, uh, outside of like the normal i think there's no time when longevity is bad like even if you're not doing the usual investment doing the whole real estate aspect things usually get better with longevity and you keeping things in there um even outside of investing just in terms of uh, a good functional non-toxic relationship by right? using things get better with longevity instead of one night stands like usually like you're using a a more beneficial factor if you do things for longevity rather than short term. And I know we want things fast. And I know things are encouraged to happen with us really fast because um, that's just how society pushes things and computers get faster, phones get faster, whatever else. But uh, we can't forget the fact that, yo, what we still need to do in terms of making money is going to have to be a slower process. If you want it to actually hey, count, it makes sense. I do sense. hate to cut in, but uh, Mike used to be an end, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, guy. wow. The shots fired just made young. That's about the only app between Apple and then the Listen, watch. That's the only He knows Apple is better than Android. Eh, Android is fucking eh, butt. I, they're butt. Eh, they're they're, they're alright. They period. have their place. In the whole and that's why you have an iPhone and you got an Apple Watch on, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. this is the oh, only time man. my entire I don't have an Apple Watch on, so yeah, I mean, it's my, all right. My, you ahead of me, Mike. My you whole me, years, Mike. get out of here. My whole years leading up to now have always been Android. The last time I had an Apple, anything was an iPod Touch. was back when I couldn't even 
I, there was no the iPhones even come out yet. I don't think, or maybe like the first one. I'm like, I'm not gonna buy that. After that, there was nothing Apple related. So there's nothing like bad with Apple. This has never been like a whole me thing. But uh, it's all right. You know, I try to try something new. Try to uh, get outside the usual norm that I usually do. So uh, switched it up and see saw what's going on on the Apple side. Not to mention too, in terms of uh, advertising and marketing, and then just getting into the whole. Uh, getting into that as far as businesses and well, couch talks and other stuff. I wanted to use something that I know most of our users are probably going to have so I can see like exactly what they're seeing type deal. And granted, there's ways to do that online too. It's so, not like I need to buy the products for it, but why not engross yourself into the whole system while you're at it? You know what I'm saying? That supports the blockchain theory. So, I mean, the blockchain theory is just basically. It, you can Google it if you want to, but my definition of blockchain is that pe basically people working together for one common goal. And you, I'll use your resources, but you can also use my resources, and we can build an empire. And that's basically blockchain in a nutshell. That sounds right. I mean, same thing. I think same thing was like big data too. I think they just toss around us just like crazy too. You use our resources, we'll let you use ours, and shit, we'll just have this huge empire that we can just run off of people. So, no, it makes sense. It's definitely dope. Hell yeah, for sure. It's been a dope podcast, bro. We've had a lot of, a lot of yeah, info in here, sprinkling in here. Time flies. I know. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm for sure. This has been dope. What's fun about it is it seems to fly. Like you don't really pay attention to time when you're like enjoying what you're doing, right? That's that's the greatest thing about it. Cause you know it's like holy fuck, wow! It's been like an hour, two hours. Like we've been just sitting here bullshitting and kind of like just enjoying one another and learning off one another which is also cool uh I, that's why i love making these connections with all these different types of people because you always take something from somebody um you know as a you know whether it be a blessing or a lesson it's basically what i was taught by my parents and for me you know i've just always looked at everything as a lesson you know, like you're gonna learn. <laughs> there's no everything. blessings. You're just, <laughs> you gotta, well, I mean, there's, like, okay, it's been there, trash for me this whole you know, time. I've had a couple Everyone's of blessings in my trash. life, but you know, I mean, more <laughs> of it is all lessons, right? It's a learning experience for me, um, and that's why I'm able to be the person that I am today. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, so for us, it, it is definitely a, a blessing for you to be able to come on here and actually be able to share your experience and hopefully you know get these other people out here who are young entrepreneurs you know to get in the entrepreneurial spirit oh, yeah. and kind of yeah. just you know not be bitches out here you know <laughs> jeez yeah, it's the whole wind up, up and then just don't be a bitch it's, yeah I you just that. you just yeah. got to stick to it every day um just be yourself um and don't worry about what other people have to say or think don't worry about what others think about you and you'll just be just fine. Well, I mean, when you really think about it, I mean, like, you can't, DT's not going to take, you know, Sam's opinion. Sally Mae's not going to take freaking Don's opinion or whatever. Like, they're only coming for you. So you can say, I try doing this and that, but hey, you know, freaking Johnny Online, I come from Tucson, Arizona, so far from me, said that I fucking suck at my job. So I'm not going to pay the bill this month. I'm like, oh, well, that sucks to suck, but we still need our money. So, like, you can't pay, like, your bills off opinions. It only matters what you do. You got to... Yeah, you can't really you. be emotional. No, it's your life. Aspect. It's your you got to think logically. So, yeah. you know, it's a process. I mean, you obviously got to, you know, keep going and pushing. 
Um, you know, because I mean, obviously, we all deal with a lot of hardships. I'm having to go through that even right now in my life. You know, I'm younger, trying to get my life and my career going and whatnot. Uh, it's definitely a process, but I know at the end goal, like it's just, you know, you got that golden ticket, you know, it's sunshines and roses, bro. Get it out the like, way now later. so you can chill later. <laughs> well, you can chill later, hell yeah. Yes, sir. Smell the roses while you can. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Big facts. Hell yeah. Well, thank you guys, CT Squad, for joining us on another episode of Couch Talks. Uh, we know the road is mad shitty out there. Weather is shitty out there. Oh, it is shitty, shitty out but there I will say to all you people yeah. who do love drifting out there, perfect drifting weather. <laughs> Control drifting. It is Don't perfect. Or if you want to just stuff, go do yeah. donuts in a parking lot, oh, today yeah. is the day to do that. Today so. is the day. Yeah. Hell yeah. You got enough ice out there, too. For you sure. do. I mean, well, what was it? It was like ice rain before it was yeah. like actually <laughs> snow. So. Yeah. I got a little hail action near me. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So that's how it goes. But hell yeah, guys. Uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your your weekend, as well as your following work week. And until then, peace. Peace. Peace of rut.